0: Good evening, my name is Mike Murley, and welcome to WPKN's Mic Check, coming to you on WPKN every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Welcome to everyone listening at 89.5 FM on your radio dial. Welcome to everyone streaming live or tuning into our podcast at wpkn.org. Each week on Mike Check, one of our hosts examines global, national, and regional issues and their effect on our local community. Just as the phrase Mic Check was used to mobilize people to create a human microphone during the Occupy movement and others, this weekly program seeks to amplify our community's many voices and bring them to the airwaves. Mike Check is followed on WPKN at 6 p.m. by another public affairs program, the Ralph Nader Radio Hour. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us tonight. My name is Mike Merley. I host Mike Check every third and fifth Sunday right here on WPKN, and I am. Uh, really honored and excited for this show tonight. Um, and so as quick background for for tonight's show, recently a series of violently racist Snapchat posts went viral here in Connecticut, specifically in the town of Naugatuck. The posts were from Sydney Hunt, the daughter of Naugatuck Police Chief Stephen Hunt, and Naugatuck High School Assistant Principal Joanna Hunt. Tonight on Mike Check, I'm honored to be joined by Alexis Siggers and Emela Mumthanu, two seniors at Naugatuck High School involved in the student uprising against racism in their school and in their community. Welcome to Mike Check, Alexis and Emela.
1: Thank you. Hi. Thank you.
0: Thank you both so much. And um, yeah, thanks for joining me tonight. And really quick, um, I was wondering if you could both um, kind of introduce yourselves and talk about um, what grade you're in and, uh, and the school you go to.
2: Okay, um, who, w- who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, you can go first. <laughs> um, my name's is Alexis Sigurd. I'm a senior at Nogatook High School. I've worked with Giovanni Santos, Tinzin, and Emela. We've helped put together the protest along with Nijan. And we reacted to this immediately. As soon as we heard about the violent threats, we came together and we organized this protest immediately. I know that was one of our questions about how fast we reacted. And I can say that as soon as we saw these posts going viral that night on Snapchat, that's how I saw it at least, on Snapchat. We got together immediately that night and we started planning and reaching out to people about ways to fix this and come together to fix this and make people feel safe again in our school and in our community.
1: Yeah, um, my name is Emily Muthanu. Um, I'm a senior at the high school and I've always been invested when it comes to um, the school and like the campus at the school. The campus itself um have been president for four years, so when this had come to my attention um, I immediately thought like there needs to be something done because it's not only just um one person that this person had targeted it was a whole community um of our not only our black peers but our co- um, our black community within Na so. Yeah, definitely
0: what um, Alexis had stated before. Thank you both so much. And so, um, so Alexis, uh, for the, for the next question, we'll go with you f- uh, first. And I was wondering if you could um, really briefly talk about what the, um, if you feel comfortable sharing, what. Some of the posts actually, like, said or what the what the posts were, and um, and what you were feeling in those in those moments, in your initial like reaction, um, like in your in your heart, in your head, when when you first um, became aware No of the
2: problem. Post. Um, two of the posts that necessarily stuck with me the most were the ones where she stated, "My father is now the chief of police." which means he's now more advanced in shooting black people than he was just a few minutes ago. And there was also a post that had stated, I will get in the car with my father and we will turn the lights and sirens on and we will shoot any black people we see. Um, just saying that holds a lot of weight. I it, It's kind of disgusting to hear those things come out of my own mouth. So with that being said when I heard these things I was mortified I was disgusted and I was fearful not only for me but for the entire black community not for the black community just at Naugatuck High School but the entire black community of Naugatuck it was not just a threat to the high school it was a threat to any black person who resides in Naugatuck as far as I'm concerned that's what the post clearly stated I was scared and I was fearful for other people as well. I was nervous about what mothers at home with black children, how they felt if they were scared for their lives, they were fearful for their children's lives. It just made me nervous for everybody. And it just genuinely makes me feel like nobody is safe at non like Specifically
1: black lives are not safe in non Definitely. And as for me, um speaking for Nijan um n- he also had seen the poster during school and it basically had sent him into panic mode mixed into rage because he knew this girl and family and we all know that they had the power to do whatever they wanted with um, with what had happened um, and so when I even, like, specifically read the post, too. I was actually on my doctor's appointment. And um, I instantly just felt as though it was normal, if, in a way, because I was like, I'm not surprised at all. Um, and the reason is because there's so many racist, um, just, say, like, people within Nogtuk, especially, like, students, think that it's okay to be talking like that as well and so it's just this is the first time that it's become public um and everyone's and everyone that day was posting it on their stories like no like this needs to be addressed um because there's evidence to it more so than people verbally saying it within the school as well and so I mean, even speaking for Nijon, Alexis, um, and everyone within the school, we just felt as though there's no right for this to be swept under the rug um, because many of the administration have have swept things under the rug um, with instances like this. Um, And, yeah, that's how we specifically felt. Um, But, yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank you both for, for sharing that. Um, And just to let everyone know who, uh, because this was actually um, my fault before, but um, uh, like you said, Emily, you you are also going to be sharing um, thoughts from Nijan Wade, who is another one of the student organizers um, involved, along with you and Alexis and others, um, in responding to the the, the entire situation um, Mm -hmm. in Naugatuck right now. And so when the when the posts resurfaced and went viral, what were the the first few days like at school, um, in terms of like reaction from from faculty, from administration? Um, I, you spoke to that just now a little bit, but um, could you share a little bit more, uh,
2: Emily:
1: Yeah, sure. So the first few days were definitely more so like questioning and debating um, whether or not um, this person had, uh, had should deserve consequences. So there's many people within Nagtuk like it's a small community. So everyone knows each other really, but it's connection after connection. And it's more so uh, based upon like, if you were born in Naugatuck and if you've lived here long enough to be having connections. So the people who have lived here for long, just felt as though oh you know this is a friend of mine this family is a friend of mine and i know that they're not racist they don't deserve anything whereas the other side the side that was literally like it doesn't matter if you know this person the fact that they're not admitting to being racist their family is not admitting to being racist is just it's it's not right um, it doesn't matter if it's a family member or coworker, or more. You have to know when to address things and when to know right from wrong. And so those few days were those first few days were the questioning of all right. So when are they going to address this? When is the higher ups going to make sure that? these people in this family um, admit to their wrongdoings and um, because I know that a lot of people felt violated. I mean, there is violent words spoken within those posts. And although it was two years ago, I mean, her father still holds that position. Do you know what I mean? And that really uh, embedded fear in people. And so it was just the seeking of how do we, you know, address this and make sure that they get the consequences needed in order to make everyone feel safe within not only this community, but within the high school as well. So just that was the first few days of just questioning and debating and, yeah, and how to take those actions. Um, but the, yeah, that's definitely like how I felt as though the first, first few days, and I definitely feel as though Nijon had felt the same way because... Um, he also stated that, like, that he was reaching out to peers on what we should do to address these resurfaced posts by the specific person. So, yeah.
0: And Alexis, is there anything that that you you would want to to add as well about about those first few days and what those were like at school?
2: Yeah, um, of course. I just say. I know the first few days, they were rough for everyone, I could say, mostly everyone. Speaking specifically for black students, I can say a lot of um, my black peers I spoke with, they didn't wanna return to school. Um, They didn't feel comfortable, they didn't feel safe, and they honestly weren't going to come back. I had to beg a few of my friends just to enter the building again. It, It was genuinely horrifying for them. And I feel the downplay that people put around it. There, were a lot of, um, there was a lot of backlash from some of our teachers saying um, we were overreacting and rebelling. And mind you, this was 100% peaceful. So I feel kids felt very discriminated against. They felt unsafe. They didn't want to come. But once we finally did come together put our fear aside and we did make our way into the building, um, I can say it was an unsettling feeling. We were able to speak with um, our principal and our superintendent, express our views. And I guess we can say that's nice, but it was really hurtful mostly because this is not the first occurrence of racism in Nagi. When I say Nagi, I mean Nogsuk High School. I'm sorry, that's what we refer to as a high school. It's not the first time an incident like this has occurred. And I'm I'm hoping it will be the last, but unless we take this seriously, there's no doubt in my mind that this won't be the last. And that's why I feel it is important for us to take this seriously. And this big conversation we're getting out of this horrible incident now is the conversation that we should have been having. We should always be talking to our Black youth about the important thing, the vital role they play in our community. We shouldn't always just... Be sweeping this stuff under the rug and only addressing it when it's a thing in the media. It should always be talked about. Kids should not feel like this is an uncomfortable situation to talk about. We should be having these conversations so that we can feel comfortable. And I think that when kids came in and they saw that people were finally listening, it was nice but it was hurtful because why haven't you been listening to us why have our voices not already mattered to you before this
1: exactly and adding on to what alexis had said i just feel as though although this felt as though the teachers were finally listening um it also was the first step to be having uncomfortable quote-unquote uncomfortable conversations um that should have been comfortable enough um, to talk about, because this is because of course we're going to have um, students who are still going to practice and say such racist things. But this is the first step on how to move further on how to easily address such a situation without needing to debate about it. And I feel as though. W- you know, it should not have been debated about, especially for administration to take that step um, to make sure the, you know, um, that it that our campus is safe, that our students feel safe, um, because it has embedded fear within us, um, and specifically toward our Black peers. So I just personally feel as though, although, like. Of course, I'm mad that why now? Like, why, why was it that it had to be so public for administration, for NPD, to finally realize that, you know, racism should not be, should not be existent and that there, there should be a no-tolerance policy to practice that? Um, but, yeah, I just, I just feel as though although we are, we've been angry at the fact that why now, it's just a step to trying to address this easily further in the future when things like this happen
0: thank you emila and thank you alexis um really quick if you're just tuning in if you're just joining us um, my name is mike murley and you are tuned to wpkn in bridgeport 89.5 fm independent community radio broadcasting from the campus of the university of bridgeport Serving Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield counties in Connecticut, and Suffolk County in New York's Long Island, we stream around the world at wpkn.org, TuneIn Radio, and our app WPKN Live, as well as your smart speakers. If you just tell Siri or Alexa to play WPKN Radio. Like I said, my name is Mike Murley, and the name of this program is Mike Check. And um, this is a program that is on every Sunday night from 5:30 to 6 p.m. And I host every third and fifth Sunday. And tonight I am joined by Alexis Siggers and Emela Mumthanu, um, as well as uh, Nijan Wade, who um, who Emela is uh, is sharing uh, thoughts and reflections from as well. And Emela and Alexis and Nijan are students at Naugatuck High School and are involved in the ongoing student uprising against racism in their school and in the, the larger community of Naugatuck right here in Connecticut. And so, again, thank you both so much for everything that you've shared already up to this point. And I know that there have been several actions, um, like public actions. Um, there was a, a, a walkout. Um, and, I, and I know that there were other events. I, I was at the rally last week, um, the, the march from Naugatuck High, High School to Naugatuck Green um, for the big rally that took place. And so I was wondering if, um, if you could talk about talk just briefly, um, because so we have just, uh, just about ten minutes left. Um, but if if you could talk about the the um, the events and the the actions up to this point, um, as well as a little bit of your own personal experience, um, and things that you've um, you've gone through here. Uh, or or in the Naugatuck community, and and what it was like for you growing up in Naugatuck. Um, And I was wondering if you could actually start, Alexis.
2: Me? Alexis?
0: Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yep.
2: No, it's not a problem. Um, Yes, I can address part of that question, and I'll pass it over to Emily for the next part, just because I think she particularly could speak specifically about injustices at Nagi, if she's comfortable with that, of course. Um, I can say being a part of this was very, very empowering. Um, just for people who did not attend, we had a walkout, also a protest. We, At the end of our school day, 12.30, we get out of our classes. When we got out of our classes at 12.30 on Wednesday, we marched to the green, from Naugatuck High School. And from the green, once we got there, we had our student body members prepared with speeches. I was one of them, Amula was also one of them. Giovanni Santos and Aijan Wade and our friend Tinsen. We, once we got there, we all shared our speeches and we had an open mic where everybody was allowed to have their voice heard and It might sound a bit um, cliche, but it was very, very meaningful and it was so needed for the community to hear everybody's voices because I feel so many times we aren't allowed this basic necessity. And I say that with such emphasis because it is a basic necessity. Everybody should be allowed to talk about their feelings, how things affect them, and I think that is something the Black community is often denied. So having everybody be able to speak out about this, share their injustices, share their stories of pride. It was just so empowering and so meaningful. And I think us doing that all the time, everybody together in unity, speaking out on what's right can really move seas. And that's something I got from my friend, um, <laughs> it's just, And I hope that we can continue to do this. With the protests, we also had a release of Five Demands we hope to see that this student in question is expelled we hope that we get a new assistant principal because our students do not feel safe we also do not feel safe with our police chief um our chief of police <laughs> um and we also want a black student union as well as much 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 more severe consequences When these racial slurs and hate crimes are presented, I feel as though there are not rules in place so that these situations, I label it as a fatal threat, they're not taken seriously enough, and they need to be. I think this individual should be arrested. I also believe any individual who talks about murdering other people should be arrested. That is not okay. And I just think there are some guidelines that need to be followed. And we have we have a role at Naugatuck High School of diversity, of equality, of just kindness. And none of that was upheld. None of that. And I think it's wrong. So with that being said, I hope that those demands of ours are met. And I also just hope that people can come together and provide support within one another to get through this very hard time because it is difficult and it's hard for anybody to keep growing through such an ugly and scary time. But I think together, by standing by with one another, taking these steps, making sure justice is served so that everybody can feel safe, I think that eventually we will see a better tomorrow. And I'll just pass the mic to
1: Emma <laughs> Yeah, of course. And um, adding to what um, the demands were as well, the last demand was to try and dismantle the school-to-prison system that is embedded within, not only just uh, not that is embedded within many schools, but specifically our school. And um, I definitely know that with dismantling, it's also trying to create a way to, for people at a young age as well, to be educated and diversify their own minds about others around them and to respect them um this is this is a necessity to have that trait to be respectful about other cultures religions races it's not only you you know you should not feel superior around others just because of your skin color um and yeah that's that's also one of the last demands um and speaking upon um What you have said, like instances where we have dealt with racism within the school. I, um, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Bengali Muslim American, and um, I've actually worn the hijab from um, sixth grade all the way to my sophomore year in high school, and then I stopped um, because there was many instances where um, I've dealt with. Um, racism mentally and abusingly, like people would physically abuse, mentally abuse me due to cover, due to um, practicing the hijab. And it was so traumatizing that I just couldn't bear it anymore. And when I had addressed such instances to admin, um, it always be brushed under the rug. Um, nothing nothing of, like, consequences would be, like, given to particular students, and students would get away with it and still um, go on and either say things or do things that were hurtful. Um, and I just couldn't bear it anymore. But um, it, there was an, actually an open mic, like, to talk to the superintendent within our school, and Nijan had spoken as well about such instances Um, and I've also um, gotten up to address that to Mr. Montini because I've also addressed him about situations prior but nothing was done and that was finally the first time that I've ever um, talked to him about you know things that he hasn't done for not only me but for other students as well when they have you know had dealt through such racist acts. And so, yeah, um, I just feel as though moving forward, um, I hope that our student body realizes that it's such a wrongful doing and to respect others. Because at the end of the day, everyone should be proud of who they are. Everyone should be proud of their skin color, their race, their culture, and everything in between. And um, I just hope that from what had happened this last week that we mold it into trying to address easily in the near future and just respect each other at the end of the day. So that's all I have to say. And I know that Nijon would feel absolutely the same way.
0: Thank you so much, Emily and Alexis. And really quick, because we're running out of time, unfortunately. Um, how can our listeners learn more and support the work you're doing?
2: Um, honestly, we do a lot of we a lot of our community talks about the situation on not a peaceful protest a Facebook page. I could also say um, the news has been broadcasting some of it. I could really just say staying informed, being having the knowledge. And standing with the students is, it really does more than you can imagine and just spreading the word truly. I, the more people who know, the better I feel. I think a lot of it is like on the I think this is a situation that people want to be swept under the rug and making sure that that does not happen, I think is really key. Um, reaching out to people who matter, news sources or senators or mayor, our superintendents, people who are in authority and have the ability to help make these actions happen, make sure justice is served. I would say reach out to these people, stand with us, and just keep spreading the knowledge of the injustice that is going down here at Nogtuck High School and Nogtuck, Connecticut in general. Letting people know, being aware, that's the first step.
0: Thank you so much. I really wish we had more time um Alexa Siggers emila, Alexis M- y- yep uh emila Mumthanu, um Nijan Wade, who I know is um w- was also involved in the in the the organizing um that you're all doing. Um, everybody that was involved, and specifically tonight, uh, um, Alexis and Emma. thank you both so much for, for being on Mic Check tonight and joining me to have this important conversation and for standing up and speaking out against racism in your school system and in your community of Naugatuck, right here in Connecticut. Um, your community and all of Connecticut is a better place for your bravery and for all the work that you all are doing, um, and thank you so much. Um, and especially as we're going now into Black History Month, I just want to say thank you for everything you're doing, and I'm so proud of all the work that you're doing.
1: Of course. Thank you. It's been an honor.
0: It's uh, it's been my honor. Uh, I hope you both have a great night.
1: You too. You too. Have a good day.